Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Before we get into this week's episode of Small Doses, let me remind you of a couple things. First and foremost, merch. Y'all bought all the stuff up. Can you believe it? It is sold out, but do not fret. We'll be back top of March with new merch and new items in the merch. So just get ready because you may want to get some of that stuff. But for everybody who ordered, your stuff is on its way. So look out for it coming in the mail. Second, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube, what are you waiting for? Amanda Seals TV is there for you and we have new content, not just Small Doses Podcast, but other stuff that is going to be premiering this week and we want to make sure that you all get it. And if you didn't get enough, Amanda, you can always go to my Patreon, The Amandaverse. The Amandaverse has got not only other content back behind the scenes, lifestyle content, but we also have exclusive small doses content that you can only find on the Amandaverse. And you know you don't want to miss any parts of small doses. So make sure you go over there and subscribe. Last but not least, shout out to everybody who is listening to my radio show, The Amanda Seals Show. You can check it out wherever you get your podcast. And if you are in these cities, Columbus, Richmond, Houston, Charlotte, Toledo, Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and Philadelphia, you can actually hear it. Yes, I said Muscle Shoals, Alabama. You can actually hear it on the radio. So make sure you check out all of these things I got going on because your girl is tired. Oh, and I almost forgot. Smart, Funny, and Black Live in Los Angeles, May 18th. Tickets are on sale right now. Go to amandaseals.com. Whew, I don't even know how I have time to feed the dog. All right, let's get into another episode. Welcome to another edition of Small Doses. This is a very special app. This is a very special app, guys, because, okay, first of all, I very much consider myself to be a good Samaritan. Like, I'm that person where... No matter where I'm at, I feel like my eye is kind of always trained to see, like, does somebody need help? Shout out to my New Yorkers. We carrying strollers upstairs. Like, if I see somebody struggling with a suitcase, like, I'm going to help them. If I see people, I just feel like in the world, I'm always looking to see how I can be of assistance. And it doesn't have to be a whole conversation. It doesn't have to be a whole interaction. And sometimes it's just stepping in. You know, you just step in, help somebody, keep it moving. And you do that without any expectation, but even in doing it, you're just paying a little bit into your karma coffer. You know what I'm saying? Coffer. Karma coffer. You know, a coffer is like a money collector, right? So you're putting a little bit into your karma coffer. And that fills up. And it comes back to you. What you put out comes back to you. Now, I mean, look at that. Like, I had said, okay, I'm going to donate to help 28 kids in Kenya to go to high school. And then the next day, I sold a TV show. You can't tell me those two things are not Related. You can't tell me they're not related. So when I saw this story about Shakira Rain Autry, a woman in Buffalo who in the middle of these crazy, epic blizzards going on in Buffalo, in the middle of this, she and her boyfriend helped to save an elderly, mentally disabled man from dying in the snow. I was just bowled over. I was literally in the airport. Me and Devon were at a Margaritaville in one of the terminals of Miami airport waiting to go to Grenada. And 
this came up on Soledad O'Brien's page. And I don't know, anybody who follows Soledad O'Brien knows that we love Soledad, but like her feed be messed up sometimes because she, um, y'all, Soledad be struggling with the swipes, okay, with the gallery. So it'll be like fourth stories and then you go to the next one and it's like a repeat. And you be like, Soledad, I need to see the rest of the situation. And so that's what happened with this. And so I had to like find it on Twitter so I could really see what happened. And I was just so relieved to see that she was able to get help, you know, and that she was able to get this man, Joe, to the hospital, et cetera. But, you know, it was like a very truncated, bullet-pointed story. And I was literally sitting there bawling. Devon is looking at me over his coconut shrimps like, what is happening with you? And I was like, oh, my God. And I shared it with Instagram. And then I just took a, I took a, a whim and hit Shakira on DM to see if she would... Well, first of all, I hit her up just to say thank you as a, you know, for being such an incredible person. And she responded. And then I was like, well, I got to get her on the doses. I got to get her on the doses, especially, you know, now that we get the opportunity to share small doses via YouTube. I'm really like not playing around, y'all. I'm not playing around. And I'm so excited to have this little set right here and to have y'all watching. So shout out to everybody who is not only listening to Small Doses, but who's also getting the opportunity to watch Small Doses. And we have all new Small Doses episodes that are coming every week. And we have bonus content that will be on my Patreon. So you will get to see extra Small Doses at the Amandaverse. And uh, that is happening Every episode. And with this episode, some of y'all submitted questions on my Instagram for Shakira. And we'll be answering those questions at theamandaverse.com. But without further ado, I want to get into this interview with my favorite Good Samaritan, a sister in Buffalo who saved Joe from the snow, Miss Shakira Rain Autry. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, y'all. We are very honored to have... a. You know what? This episode is Side Effects of Being a Good Samaritan. And you are... The epitome of a good Samaritan. We have Mr. Kyra Rain Autry here. Yes, applause, 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 applause. First of all, I really appreciate you responding to my DM because I hit you just on a whim just to be like, girl, I'm over here crying in the airport. <laughs> and, you know, you responded so nicely and so kindly. So thank you for even taking the time to do this because I know you yes. got a whole family. You got a whole <laughs> life you got going on. And this situation just like, boom, kicked in the door, waving the 4-4. And yes. first I want to know just like, how do you feel with the burst of fame? <laughs> um, you know what? It. It, I, I don't even know. One is overwhelming. Did I think this would happen? Absolutely not. It's just, it's overwhelming. I will tell you that it's very overwhelming, but I am appreciative of it, everything. And I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like it's fame for me. You know, I feel like I did what I should have done. I, sh- I did what everybody should be doing. Well, that's one of the questions I have for you. You know, it's like, so what we saw on the internet was like a very like bullet point 
kind of way that the night went. That basically, like, you was in the house, you heard someone screaming for help, and that you and your boyfriend went outside. Trent is his name? Trent. Yeah, yeah. That Trent was like, let me go and, and be a Superman and voila. <laughs> but I want to hear it in your words. Like, how did this go down? Because for all of us who read it, it was like the first question we all ask is, what would I do? So I want to hear how it went down. Well, actually, I fell asleep on a couch. It was Christmas Eve. I was moping and groping because my kids were not home. And originally, you know, you want to have your kids home for Christmas and things like that. And I was complaining and Trish was like, oh, you're doing all this current complaining. You need to go somewhere with that. So I came downstairs and I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, he's like, this should be time that you should be relaxing. The kids is fine. Okay. Went on about my day, came downstairs, fell asleep. In the midst of falling asleep, I woke up. And when I woke up, I heard help, help. Now the easiest way to how it came to my ears, you know, you're talking to a fan and it does that uh, like that, like Wendy, that's how yeah. it So I'm like, am I hearing the real words help? So I look out the window, I'm like, trying to be nosy. And I originally thought it was my neighbor. And I'm sitting here like, what is this lady doing? Like, you know, she all outside. I don't know where she about to think she about to go. And I call my sister. I'm like, look at the neighbor. What is she doing? And she's like, girl, what is she doing? It's a storm. Now, right. it was only because of the direction he was coming from. And I assumed that he was wiping off the car, but he wasn't wiping off the car. He was trying to stand up to, to, to break this off because of how deep the snow was. Okay. Literally to like my waist. It was terrible. So, wow. you know, again, I'm, I'm still watching and watching. And, and as I'm watching, I'm, he's not moving fast enough for me, if, I, if it makes sense. Yeah, no, I so. You start to feel like you're watching someone in distress. Correct. So I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe do this person need some help? And I'm watching again. And I'm like, but then I heard again, he's saying, help, help. And I'm like, okay, so now this person do need some help. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm like, Trent, wake him up. I'm like, Trent, Trent. He's like, what? I'm like, um, somebody needs some help outside. I think that person needs some help. Oh, you need to go to bed. Why are you even I need Trent to stop being so aggy on Christmas Eve. Okay. You know, because he was up all night playing his video game, watching movies. <laughs> I was downstairs. You know, he was living the dream because we didn't have the kids. <laughs> got it. You know, got so, it. you know, I, I told him. So he's like, like, so Trent is like, listen, we actually don't have the kids. Like, you should be chilling. Like, why are yes. you not enjoying this time? Correct. Yep. Got so it. he wasn't. So I'm like, okay, you know, I never agreed with that. So I told him, I said, Trent, I said, listen, well, when he told me that I ran down back downstairs again and I looked, the guy still was in the same spot. Joe was still in the same spot. And now he's like slouched down into the snow and the winds were so powerful that one second he was there, next second he was gone. That's how much snow it was. That's how deep embedded in the snow he was. So I go upstairs again. I said, Trent, I, I know you don't want to, but listen, this person looks like they need some help. And, you know, this could be your mother. This could be my father. You know, we got to go out there. Also, nigga, get up. Like, we have to do this. Right. <laughs> like, I knew I had to, but, you know, also, he's like, I, and he, and he I'm about to honest. put on this Sherlin and these boots and get outside. Right. And he, and he was honest. He said, Shakara, you know I don't trust people, you know? And, and prior to this, I don't live in a very good neighborhood. That's first off. Like, two and a half weeks before this, somebody broke into my truck and they stole all the Trent's plumbing tools. So, again, this is six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, he don't trust people. I, you know, like I said, I don't live in a good neighborhood. So, you know, when he said it, I just kept thinking to myself, you know, my gut feeling, my intuition was saying, this person needs help. I watched it. Was it like a voice in your head? Was it yes, like your... it was like a voice. But then I, I was like, oh, I feel so bad. If Because it was so bad, I was thinking... 
what if the next day somebody call and say, it's a dead body in front of my house? You know what I mean? You can't carry that. You can't carry that on your heart. Right. So I said to myself, I said, you know what? We're going to do it. He said, well, we're going to go out here. You coming out here too. So I'm (laughs) there with them, you know, trying to help him. And originally we were thinking like, maybe we could put the stranger in this car. But then, you know. He didn't have a car? We can't do that. You know, we can't do that much. You know, I'm kind of fast forwarding things. You know, I, t- I talked to my dad. My dad's like, no, the person would die if you put him in a car. So you can't do that. I'm like, okay. Cool. So many people died in their cars in Buffalo during yes, this very storm. A lot, a lot of people. Yeah. So we brought him in and Trent brought him in. Um, I set the recliner up. Now I'm getting things together because again, I don't know what this person really needs or whatever case would be. And the process is Trent comes back. He comes back into the house. He's like, I need gloves. I didn't have any gloves for him. So he's like, Shakara, it, oh, it's bad. He's like, he has ice balls on his hands. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know what I was going to get until he brought him in. When he brought him in, immediately, you know, Jay was very scared. So I start reassuring him and I'm saying, you know, hi, I'm here to help you. And this is where we have to come together because I don't know what happened to him prior to this. But he kept saying, please don't rob me. I said, no, 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 sweetie. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. My name is Shakira and this is Trent. I knew everybody would remember Trent's name because he's a simple name. Nobody's going to remember Shakira. So I seen that he was an older man. And at that time, I did not know he had a disability. I never knew any of that. I just thought he was scared and he was nervous. So, you know, like I said, I'm trying to get him to get comfortable with us, you know, and I start taking removing clothing off of him. I called my family members. Well, my sister, we were already on the phone. Then we added other people into the call because we we're doing FaceTime. And um, I was just like, oh, my God, this person is, you know, ex- excuse me. I don't want to say it wrongly, but he was literally froze. He was froze. So I'm start unwrapping stuff. And I said, you know, honey, you have to give me this bag. And he never answered me and say, I can't give you the bag. But as I looked at his hands and I tried to pull the bag on his hands, it was froze. It was it was froze. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, we got to get this bag off of him. And I, I, I grabbed some scissors and I just cut the bag off. And even with the strings of the bag, I tried to like pull it a little, but it was it was froze shut. And then, you know, I just kept reassuring him. You know, my name is Shakara. This is Trent. You're in our home. We're going to help you. You know, Trent's calling 9-11. My family's on the phone like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is going on because we're all in shock. But I'm just moving so fast that I don't even know what the next thought is. I'm just moving. I'm just trying to help this person. Yeah. Tried to straighten him out in the chair. He couldn't straighten out. So I end up plugging up my recliner and I end up straight. I, I, I allowed the recliner to straighten him out. And he said, whoa, that's cool. So when he <laughs> said that, I knew then that he um, meant no harm to me. I knew he didn't mean any harm to me. So I continued on. Even if he was, I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking he was going to harm me. I just, right. this person isn't in need of help. And then I, I ran upstairs. I grabbed the blow dryer because I started to remove like his shoes. His shoes wasn't coming off because they were frozen. So I started blow drying the shoes and Trent pulled the shoes off. And then I started to think to myself, you know, I know he's not homeless because he has on good shoes. He has on good socks. Okay. And then I start questioning him. I'm like, you know, who was the president? I'm asking him all these different things. At the same time, my family's on the phone too. My cousin is a nurse practitioner. She lives in Texas, but she happened to be in Buffalo to visit. She hasn't been here in years. She tries to avoid the snow, but she was also asking him questions too. So we were all asking him, you know, what's the president's name? What's your name? Do you have any family? Things like that. And he say he had a sister and I, I, you know, I never asked him what the number was, but what he did is he automatically start shouting out numbers. So when he started saying, hey, and I just started down, I'm like, hello, hello. And the first phone call, it, it didn't go through. You know, I was just like, the person never answered. A couple hours later, now 
I was dealing with him so long with trying to get him defrost that I didn't realize how much time had passed. Now the sister calls back. Well, let me let me pause you real quick. In the process of defrosting, like what did you, did you even did you have to like Google like what do you do to defrost somebody? Like is it just like you're no. just I immediately came and turned up my heat. I pushed the recliner by the heater because I have heaters that come up, you know, the heat comes from the floor. And then I can't even explain it. It just... It's just like something in you knew what to do. It's like a mother's intuition. If you have a baby, you're just going to move and just help. I just knew he was older, if it makes sense. Yeah, I just knew he, of course. I knew he needed some help. And that's all I was trying to do was get him some help because I, I didn't know. And I just... I knew to take his clothes off, if it makes sense. I know that much that... You know, even with the kids, you know, kids go outside and play in the snow, take off the clothes, let's get out the wet stuff. I knew to take the stuff off. Right, right, right. Yeah. So wait, is he now wearing trans clothes? No, he was actually wearing mines. (laughs) He was wearing a pair of sweatpants of mine. Oh, okay. And it was cute because, you know, throughout the time, I removed his socks, I cut his socks off of him. Trent happened to walk downstairs and he seen that Trent had on Nike socks. And he was like, hey, let me get those socks. And I just thought it was funny. And I was like, because I had them on a green and a purple sock. You know, I had them on my girl stuff. And even my sweatpants, you know, I know he can't fit Trent's sweatpants, but I know he could probably, I'm looking at his waistline, he could probably fit mine. Because right. I removed everything off of him. So I just wanted to make him very comfortable and really relaxed. And, and he was, he started to get very comfortable because of the little, the outbursts he would say. And like I said, everybody asks me, I'm like, what made you do it? And, and I don't know why I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. If this is the kind of person you are, this is the kind of person you are. Like it's the shittiness of the world that makes people like this have to question themselves. Because this is your natural way of being. And then Trent's the one who's got to be like, yeah, but remember when, you know, you got... (laughs) Remember that? And that's that's very much true. Because it didn't affect me that much that somebody stole his tools. It affected that somebody broke in my car and they stole my case of water. But I see why his guard was up. You you understand? Of course, of course. Naturally, yes. And then again, it's like, we live in... Not a good, we don't live in a good area. A sketchy neighborhood. And so you got to keep your head on swivel. And to see a Caucasian person in the middle of our hood is like, what's going on? Like, (laughs) is this a positive? Is it a negative? And that also too, I don't live too far from the top shooting. So did you, you probably heard about the top. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. And that person drove three hours away to come here to, to do that. Yeah. To come into our community. So to see him... Wow. That brings a whole other context to it, Shakira. That brings a whole other context. Yes. Right. So I didn't think about that at that moment. I didn't. I just knew this did help. And, you know, Trent brought him in and Trent was the muscle because I wouldn't have been able, I would have kept coming back and forth, back and forth, you know, bringing my, I don't know what I would have did, you know, but Mm -hmm. it was really bad outside. And I just wanted to help him. And once he was relaxed, I just knew, you know, we're going to figure this out. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The 
McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So what did his sister say when you finally got through to her and she answered the phone? I said to her, I said, hi, you don't know me, but I have your brother. Your brother is named Joe. Because he, he never told me Joey. He said Joe. And she said, Joey, yes. And I was like, okay, well, I found Joey outside. I heard him screaming for help, you know, yelling for help. And me and my boyfriend, we brought him in the house because, you know, we seen he needed help. And I'm like, you know, I started telling her what was going on. And I said to her, I said, do you mind if we FaceTime? So I figured if we FaceTime, I can keep her at ease and keep him at ease. Mm-hmm. When I put the camera, he was looking like, what is this? He's never seen it. He's never seen FaceTime. He actually said, what app is that? He had no idea what FaceTime. What app is that? Right. So with that being said, you know, I was reassuring her and she was just like, thank you so much. And she started giving me information about him. She told me, you know, that he, you know, had a mind of a 10 year old and he's a really sweet person. And in the midst of that, I kept asking him, I said, where are you going? He said, I was going to work. And I said, where do you work at? And he said, I work at North Park Theater. I'm thinking to myself, this is an older guy. He's not working. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he might, you know, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe going through Alzheimer's. I don't know. And throughout the day, like I said, before, after I took, called his sister and it didn't go through, we looked up the theater, called the theater, the theater to verify that he did work there. Mm-hmm. But he did not know how to get in contact with anybody for him. So mm-hmm. I was just waiting. I was waiting on 9-11. I was waiting on the National Guards. over. The- like, to my knowledge, like, they had cut off emergency services at that time. Yes. Is that true? Yes, that's very much true. They cut off all emergency services and they just said we were on the list. Wow. We were on the list. I don't know where the list, what's right. going on the list, but the list, I didn't even know what that meant, but they said we were on a list. So I was just waiting. I, I guess he kept me so occupied that I didn't think about how long I had him. I had him for two days, you know, and I didn't even realize it. I, I realized it, honestly, Christmas morning, Christmas Eve, obviously, I, you know, I washed him up. That was something totally new for me. I've never did that ever in my life besides wash kids. And we just had some, we had some funny times in here. <laughs> and then he had to go to the bathroom. And I said, all right, I got to go get Trent. I said, hey, Trent, I need you to come down. He's like, I'm not about to, I'm not helping you take a grown man in the bathroom. But we figured it out. You know, me and Joe, we figured it out. I need to talk to Trent. I need Trent to be way more like a part of this. <laughs> like, Trent. You know what? And that's what a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, you know, um, where is he? <laughs> and he is the guy that brought him in. But if you know who Trent is, he does not like the spotlight. He doesn't. But like he said, he did what he did because that's what he should have done. Okay. We're going to let him ride with you that. You know, he one. got on me because I'm always being big hearted to people. I'm always not thinking about the worst. You know, I, I sometimes need that reality check, like, Shakara, get it together. Like, let's go. You remember this just happened? Who would have... And even my neighbors even said, like, you know, oh, my God, you you did what? And I'm like, I mean, did I do something wrong? Like, No. And I right. think the reason why people have become so moved and just inspired by this story is that we just see so much negative. Correct. And... Then we see oftentimes that people do the right thing and they get harmed, right? They get hurt, right. et cetera. And so this was a situation that I feel like it just, it has a purity to it. You know what I mean? Like there's something so pure about like an old white man with a mental disability getting saved in the hood 
by two black folks, like Correct. on Christmas Eve. The movie Correct. is going to be amazing. The film, right. I can't wait to see the film. If you do not figure out how to get this into a movie, Shakira, then you ain't doing your job. That's what Trent needs to do. Trent needs to get focused on getting this turned into a movie, at least on Lifetime. I'm watching. Right. No, I get what you're saying. I do. And, you know, I'm just... Ooh, a musical? Oh, go ahead. That we're able to shed light on what's been going on in this world. You know, we have so much racism and I don't understand why it's still going on you know I don't know why this stuff is still going on because you know one thing about it um, when I finally talked to the group home on Christmas day they were giving me some negative feedbacks about in what way they told me that he did not like African-American people and it put me back to think to myself I'm like well this man let me allow me to wash him up this a man been here for 24 hours if he didn't like African-American people he would have found a way to get out of this house and he would have found a way to let you know, even as and you were helping too. him. He would have been as like, you nigger, Correct. you're helping you. And I, they do that all never, the time. Never did that. Never did Why that. do you think they said that? Maybe they don't like African-American people. Or maybe somebody's just trying to cover something up. Scandal. Right. And it was other little things, but you know, okay. So, but you know what? When they told me that at that time, you know, I just, I still continued. And you know what, what really came to me? So his hands started to bleed. And I'm like, you know, Joey, your hands are starting to bleed, sweetie. And I'm like, you know, because everything I did to him, I always made sure I walked him through it. And I said, sweetie, your hands are starting to bleed. I said, so I'm going to wrap your hands. And you know our people. Back in the days, your grandmother said, you're going outside, you're going to put some Vaseline on you. We're going to shine you up. We're going to get you oily. That's how we move. You know that's how we move. Yep. What I knew is to get some Vaseline and do that. But in the midst of that, he also had rings on his finger. And I knew I had to cut the rings off because his hands were extremely swollen. Now, my son's best friend's mother works in a surgical room. So I called her and she's like, you have to get, you don't have no tools. And I didn't have any tools because Trent's tools just got stolen weeks ago. So I'm like, I don't have no tools. And I'm looking at scissors. I'm like, this is not going to work. And I happen to have some grass spirits or whatever they call them. Like shears? Yes, the big shears. Uh huh. So I don't know. I just bought them from the Christmas tree shop. Like, oh, these look fancy. I can, you know, but I (laughs) first time using them. Like I never used them on grass or anything. I just happened to have that. And when I showed her, I said, I have these. And she was like, oh, well, you're going to have to figure it out. But she walked me through. She made me feel comfortable. So I did that. And then, as I said, his hands started to bleed. And I was thinking about what they said. But I was thinking about it as these people didn't lost their mind and his hands were bleeding. And I said, he's bleeding the same color as me. If I get cut, he's bleeding red like me. So I said, whatever noise they saying, I'm letting that go out the window because at the end of the day, he's human just like I am. It don't matter about the color of his skin. And it don't. It didn't. None of that mattered to me. And he's also not in your home disrespecting you. Like, he's not even demonstrating what they're saying. And right. when you find out that somebody has a mental disability and yet they're trying to say that he's racist, like, it's just like, what are we even talking about? Like, this person has the mind of a 10-year-old and right. you're telling me right. that there's... A, so basically you're telling me that a 10-year-old racist? Like, if right. that's the case, then what? that's because of the people around them. There you go. And that was the thing. What does that have to do with what's going on. We're talking about something that's seriously going on. And I don't think a lot of people thought it was so serious because I never went to social media. I tried to keep it very private because I've been in a situation where my family found out something that happened because of 
social media. You know, my brother was murdered a few years ago and our I'm neighbor so recording me. And my, that's how my family found out. So again, this is a stranger. And if this is a stranger, why should his family know that we're posting this on social media? I never thought about doing that. I thought about him as an older gentleman that needed help. Not even an older gentleman with a disability, an older gentleman with a 10 year old. I didn't even think about that. I thought it's an older gentleman that just needs some help. So let's just go ahead and jump in and help, you know, help. Who took the picture of you feeding him? So honestly, I don't even know how the picture got out. I was FaceTiming many That's my favorite picture. You know what my grandma said? I'm glad you didn't have a bonnet on. Glad I'm in pajamas because, like I said prior to that, I didn't. I had on a t-shirt and you know some undies. You know, <laughs> leave it to Grandma. I'm glad you was together for the photo. He was glad I was together, but I was able to get myself together because me and Trent did take turns. You know, he the most Joey said to me. He said, "What time is it?" I said, "12:40." He said, "The game's on. Turn the game on. Game's coming on at one." I'm like, "Okay, boss." I got you. I'm going to do what you said. You know, he was a lovely treat to have. And I would do it 17 more times. At what point? Because I know there was a video that was on Facebook and you didn't put him in the video, but there was a video that eventually hit Facebook of you being like, we got to get this fixed. Yes. And it and it was because he stopped responding. Oh. He wasn't knowing the president. He didn't know his favorite team. His body was starting to shut down. And I knew, I mean, even the pictures that's shown, that's the worst of it. But originally it didn't start like that. So I don't know if he would have came in. I mean, we went to social media, but it eventually just kept going and going and going as time went down. And I started to see him not respond well to me. My kids are home now. They end up coming home Christmas later at night. And, you know, he smiled at the kids, but I would say to him, hey, you know, how are you feeling? And, you know, my she has a mind of a 10-year-old. So I had to start thinking. First of all, I told the kids when they came in the house, they're looking like, <laughs> they looking like, who is this? And where's my Christmas gifts? And I was honest. I said, listen, this year, kiddos, God brought us, I didn't even say God, I said, Santa brought us Joey. And they look and I said, Uncle. <laughs> they like, that ain't. <laughs> right. But once I told them Uncle Joey, they knew, like, my kids know respect. Like, I have cousins that are older than me. I would never call them cousins. I would call them auntie. Yeah. So, Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey, I knew that made them feel comfortable because if I'm saying that he's an uncle, he's an uncle. Yep. They didn't think about anything else. And they're like, okay, my little was Sonny was so cute. So, Uncle Joey got bit by mosquitoes. Mommy, and I'm like, I know we're going to get Uncle Joey together. Furthermore, like I said, over the time, Joey stopped kind of responding. I talked to a, a medical professional. We were FaceTiming and they told me, they said, you have to get him to the hospital. Yeah. Gangrene can go up, you know, continue to move on and he can lose conscious. And it made sense because he was already going through that. Yeah. The infection was setting in. And as I said, a few years ago, my brother was murdered and sadly he was murdered outside my at my house. And oh my God. Trent said he didn't want to do it because Trent had to carry that body also. Damn, Trent. Right. So. OK, I take back what I said about Trent. Okay. You, you get what I'm saying? So yes. I get it. Trent got PTSD that he's dealing with in real time in this whole scenario. Correct. Yeah. And that was the thing on the video when I said, Joey will not die in this house. Okay. However, I, I, I meant wow. that. My middle son that seen my brother murdered, he has PTSD because of this, because of my brother. I couldn't allow my babies to see that again. If it took good Samaritans to come and help us with Joey, and it took two days, how long it would have took 9-11 to come and get a dead body? 
I couldn't have that on my watch again. Okay. So when a lot of people say that I was loud and obnoxious, when I watched, I didn't watch the video for weeks. And when I watched it, I start crying. Like I didn't even feel like it was me watching this person go through this. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When I watched it, I saw, I didn't see loud and obnoxious. I saw panic. Oh, I was going crazy. But anyone who's watching without judgment, I feel like they understand like, oh, she's panicking because something very real is happening and she is at her wits end. Like she's now like calling on the world. Like, I don't know what to do. Because I did it. I ran out of options. Like I've been giving them Tylenol and Motrin every four hours. I was doing that, you know, and I said to him, as I said, I tried to figure out a way because I, if I say to him, Joe, are you in pain? He wouldn't say I'm in pain. He would say, he would tell me he was cold. And I'm say, okay. He okay. likes Bruce Lee. I said to him, I said, Joey, if you were Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee was hurting, I said, if he hurts bad, really painful, he kicked to the sky. You know, he kicked high. If he didn't, he kicked low. I said, how high would Joey kick? Oh my gosh. He said to the sky. When he told me to the sky, I knew he needed more help. Shakira, do you know, okay, let me just pause real quick. I don't know if you've ever had to communicate. with. There's a gift in being able to find a way to communicate with people in the smallest of ways. Like, I don't even know. I, I, now I can't figure out how to communicate this point to you. But like, for you in real time, to be able to find a language per se that both of you all could understand to get this person what they needed. There's a brilliance in that. Like, I want you to know that. Like, that's not like some normal thing that anybody can do. Like, there is an actual brilliance in being able to do that. And like, I know like educators who work with like young children, like they have to figure out things like that. I mean, I know you're a mom, but listen, everybody parent ain't figuring right. that out. So I'm not even going right. just going to give it to that. But I just want to like extend to you that like that right there how high would Bruce Lee kick? Like that. And when he brilliant. and when he said hi, I was like, okay, this he's in pain. And then like I said it was the it was the going in and out and it was just like and I, I called this sister because me and his sister kept in contact for two days. Okay. It's like we're gonna get mercy flight. I would pay how much we were thinking of everything. And I even told her, I said, Well, maybe if we can get a couple people here, I can get the mattress because I knew how bad it was outside. Yeah. Nobody could come down my street as far as arrest because of the snow and it wasn't plowed. So when I said that she said mercy flight, and then he started crying and I said, Joey, and they started asking me, was he gonna die? And I was just like. You know, then the kids were here and they were hearing him say that. And I was just like, we got to figure it out. And I called his sister and I let her know. I said, I don't want to do this, but this is the only way. And what made me think of that is because my family called me and said, Shakira, the police might be on their way because right around the corner, they're looting and they're looting. 
hopefully, you know, if we call 911 again, they could come help you. And I'm like, cool. And she's like, oh, there are snowblowers. They're looking through my window, I can see the corner. So I'm like, okay, you know, we, we might be onto something. And I told the sister that I was even willing to go outside and try to wave somebody down. And that was my thought process. Maybe if we can get him to a to where this looting is going on, maybe we can get him some help. I mean, if huh. they can down TVs down the street, I know we can pull jump. <laughs> You know, and okay. that was, I was super serious about that. So when that happened, I told her, I said, I don't want to go live because I know what that feels like, but I have to reassure you, we have to do something. So in the midst of that, I told her, I, I, you know, I reassured her and I said, do you mind? Because I don't know what else to do. She said, damn sure. Because what else are we going to do? And I did not think for one second that was going to happen, that people all over the world will hear me crying, yelling going crazy, however they want to describe it. I was just thinking, I need bodies here to help me carry this man out the door so we can get him some help. You know, that's why I'm willing to use my kid's mattress. I mean, that's the only thing I think we could pick him up. I don't have nothing else, you know, carry him in a mattress. If we got 10 people holding a mattress, we can take him down the street. It was just nonstop of, I knew it was go time. I was just hoping the neighbors will see, you know, and the neighbors will help. I didn't think all of this would happen. And the neighbors did come, you know, people did come. People came from different areas. You know, one guy, he said he was driving a tractor trailer. It took him, he said he was two hours away. Well, he didn't say he was two hours away. He he drove two hours away to come and help other people. So people said they started seeing, people start sharing it. And they would say, go help this person. And like I said, I think I went live for like 15 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. And that wasn't, you know, times like, okay, I'm gonna do this for 15 minutes. It was, I knew I had to start responding to the people on social media saying we can help you and then in the midst I I remember saying you know I don't hear any blowing and then when I got out I heard people blowing the guy with the tractor trailer was blowing in these I say these angels other angels came and I'm like hey we're right here we're right here and and they came and you know I reassured Joey and I said Joey we got this we got I did a lot of reassuring throughout the process and I you know I said to him Joey we we got this these people are going to come and help you and he was so cute he said is, is Trent going to take me is Trent going to take me because you got to remember Trent was the one that picked him up right he felt secure with Trent he didn't know who these other people were but I just reassured him that you know these guys are going to come help and some big tall guy came and scooped them up and just you know, put him in the truck. And even when they put him in the truck on my second life, Joey wasn't feeling like we about to leave. And I know I said, Joey got to go. And I even asked Joey and I, and I look back at the videos. I said, Joey never even answered me. That's because Joey was comfortable. And he right. was comfortable because even on Christmas morning, he said, hey, hey, I fell asleep on the other couch. I went to sleep on another couch. And he said, hey, hey. And I remember opening my eyes, looking like, wait, am I still in this? And he said, you're going to make me pancakes? Yeah, I'm going to make you pancakes, sweetie. And I got right up and I made him pancakes. Do we know what his status is now? As of right now, I don't know if you guys seen, uh, like a week and a half ago, they ended up removing nine of his fingers. They oh, no. Able to save a half of a thumb. So I did everything that I can do. You know, I tried. I, I, I wish it could have been better. Outside of that, Joey, spirit is high as the sky, you know, as he would tell me, because I talked to him. I'm like, hi, Joey. He's like, hey, you're going to make me pot roast. Because because before he left, you know, it was dinner time. So I I fed him, you know, I fed him. And he told me, he said, "Mm, not you finding the time to like make full meals in the midst of this. (laughs) Like, like he didn't say meatloaf. He said pot roast. Like he didn't say hamburger helper. 
pot roast takes some time. I put it in the crock pot because my oven broke. It's crazy. My oven broke a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And I, you know, I was like, ah, we'll get it fixed. We really don't use the oven that much. So, like I said, in the midst of everything, you know, I hooked up the pot roast. I asked him, do we eat carrots? Because I don't eat carrots. And when I asked him that, he ended up telling me he likes carrots. So I added more carrots and, you know, made the pot roast. I just did, I, I guess I just, mother intuition. I don't know. I, I guess I could say that. Like, I don't never know how to form my words when people ask me questions because it just happened. You know, it, it just happened. And I did it as if it was my kid, if it was my dad, if it was an elderly person from my family. Do you feel like you grew up in a family that taught you this? Because I feel like this is a kind of selflessness that you kind of saw somewhere. Maybe it was whether it was in your family or on TV or friends, et cetera. Like, where do you feel like this selflessness came from in terms of like being taught to you and now you carrying it forward? Well, I just always, my family always taught me, you know, um, generosity, being compassion. But as I'm hearing this, a lot of people are saying, like my family never said, you know, go out and be mean to people. They never said that. I get in trouble because I'm always too nice, if it makes sense. I always get in trouble. And, and I'm saying that because, you know, people have taken advantage. People, you yeah. know, say things. And I always think about how that person will feel or something to that fact. I would say I have very good mentors. You know, I have very good mentor. My aunt is a very good mentor in my family. And I see how she is. So I don't want to say they, you know, sat there and said, you do this, this, and this. I just, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I, I come, my support system is, they're good people. They're good people. So I guess I just learned from the goodness that we've done. We donate to families for Christmas. That's what we do in our family. No, but this right here is that. Like, that. that's why I asked. Because... It's a learned behavior. The same way we talked about racism is a learned behavior, like right. kindness, generosity, especially right. in a society that doesn't really reward that is a learned behavior. So I guess when you put it that way, I guess I would say, yes, they taught us. They taught me that. I mean, we're not mean. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly not. The last dose. Well, I know Joey's family Thanks you so much. And I know folks like myself who really, you know, try to impart the importance of doing good to people on a regular basis. We thank you. I always say we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other yes. up. And I ain't going to lie when I say that. I really be meaning black folks. But in general, if all of us actually cared about each other, to your point, regardless of color of skin, we'd live in such a different world. Truly, it truly, would. truly. It would be so much more happiness, so much more joy. We wouldn't have top shootings. We wouldn't have school shootings. We would we would have so much of a better outlook on life. And your kids, like for the rest of their lives, like they have this example to pull yes. from to now carry forth as three more good Samaritans in the world. And, you know, I always say like, people always talk about like, oh, I had a baby, I had a baby. It's like, no, you, you're, you had a baby. You're raising an adult. The goal right. is to raise an adult who's going to come into this world and now, you know, bring more goodness into this world. And just by them getting to witness you in your adulthood be so giving and so charitable, I mean, it really is life-changing for them and for so many of us. So thank you so much. Yes, I appreciate it. I want everybody to do the same exact thing. 
the world. Because if whoever sees yours, just do the same exact thing. All right. Well, we're going to do that. And you about to go out. I know Trent is like, we're going to be late. So we don't want to make you late, Shakira. We don't want to make you late. Thank you so okay. much for taking time to talk to us and to share your story. And thank you again yes. for just being yourself. Yes. And I just want to thank everybody and tell everybody that I love them and I appreciate everything. All right. Now, the Christmas lady. All righty. Thank you. Bye, Shakira. Bye. 